Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And welcome to another edition of the 5-Minute Talk Show as we celebrate Black History Month. We're kicking it off with one of my favorites of all time. When you hear this man's voice, he's got you. One of my favorites of all time, the late, great Charlie Murphy. Here he is, from the vault, Charlie Murphy on the 5-Minute Talk Show. Hey, you're listening to the 5-Minute Talk Show with Phil Iazetta. We're bringing you today's best comedy and entertainment personalities. Now your host, Phil Iazetta. And joining us right now on the hotline, one of my favorite guys in the entire business. Y'all know him from The Chappelle Show. I I remember CB4 and the real old school stuff, Charlie. I mean, what was it like, before we get started on the current stuff and and your appearance here in Vegas this weekend, can you talk to me about Harlem Nights? Because I don't think I asked you that question in about eight or nine years. For people who don't know, Harlem Nights, one of my favorite movies of all time. The cast, Richard Pryor, your brother Eddie, yourself. I mean, it was like a who's who. What was that experience like? It's awesome, man. I mean, you know, I got to work with three generations of comedy legends. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I, I cherish that to this day because, you know, I, when I look at my peers, I go, you know what? That's one thing I got up on all you guys. I actually worked with Richard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I, I actually to- worked with Eddie Murphy. I actually worked with Red Fox, you know? So uh, that's something that, you know, I'm always cherish, man. That was, that was a great well- opportunity for me to learn and to be around you know, the Jedi, the Jedi warriors of the game, you know? I love the way that you put it like that, because that was, I mean, if you talk about comedies, Mount Rushmore, you know, you mentioned some names right there. Let's just stop with Richard and Red. For you, I mean, you grew up, you grew up around comedy your entire life. I mean, what was that like, though, to just to be around those two and just kind of share the same oxygen with that, that legendary group? It was awesome. I mean, you know, like I said, you know, uh, to me, it was like being around family members, you know what I'm saying? Right. Red Fox is like like the older grandfather or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And uh, you know, he was uh he was always a very accessible. You could sit down and talk with him. Richard Pryor was ill when we did Harlem Night. He, that's when the uh his MS had just started kicking. I think he got diagnosed uh don't quote me on that. I think he got diagnosed like during that film. You know, I think you're exactly right. You know, it was when it first came up, yep. the MS thing. So he was ill. You know, uh, I'm sure he would have been a much more chipper person, you know what I'm saying, when he was going through something, you know. Right. Uh, Red Fox was, was alive and kicking, and there was nothing <laughs> wrong with him at that point, and yeah, a lot of fun, man. I'm telling you, and I just, I love bringing up those old times because you mentioned it. You know, you say these younger guys, and that's why I think everyone needs to go to the casino this weekend. They need to go to the Sun Coast. If they need tickets, 702-636-7075. Tickets only start at 15 bucks. You talk about... Guys like that, guys like Red Fox, guys like Richard Pryor, I talk about you in the same ilk. I mean, because you're one of those classic guys. You're a throwback. You know, Charlie Murphy goes up there, and you make an audience. You, you really, you work for your money. Well, no doubt, man. No doubt. That way I can feel no guilt when I spend it. <laughs> <laughs> I work hard for it. I feel no guilt when I spend it. I know I worked hard for it, man, you know? No, I know. And, and everyone kids the same thing. They try to... You know, take things for granted. I'm like, you don't understand how hard it was yep. for Daddy to get that money. So, <laughs> respect. 
So do the kids, what's it like for you? What's it like, though, with your kids? I mean, just just dealing with younger generations now, because I I, I feel it sometimes, Charlie, and it hurts to say it, but we are getting old, man. And you look at, like, with all these people passing. He's turning white. (laughs) What's what's, What's it mean for you, though, to resonate with these kids, to actually get through to them? Because I find myself having a difficult time relating to the younger generation. Well, I don't have no problem with that, you know, um, I look at that as a blessing. I always, you know, I interact with young people. I, you know, I, I like, uh, like, for instance, I like the, like the young artists and music and stuff. I listen to their music. You know, I, you know, I, the ones who are supposed to be hot, I find out why they think they're hot. And, 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 and usually I agree with them, you know? Now, aside from listening to this podcast, is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? In all seriousness, it's time to get BetterHelp. BetterHelp is therapy on your schedule. It's an online website where you can go right now, start communicating with the counselor. You don't have to go into anyone's office. It's right there, right in front of you. So go to BetterHelp.com and start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, BetterHelp.com forward slash believe, that's better H-E-L-P, and join the over 700,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And there's a special offer just for you listeners of the 5-Minute Talk Show. You're going to get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash believe. BetterHelp.com forward slash B-L-E-A-V. So who does uh, who does Charlie Murphy have right now listening in, in the stereo? If you were to go in your car, who would be in there right now? Oh, I got all of them. I got Wiz Khalifa. I got Drake. I got you know, Lil Wayne. I got uh, name it, man. And now, how about Young com- Bro? I got all of them. I got everybody. Man. Now, how about contemporary comedians? Who are some people who make you laugh? People that make me laugh. Okay, it's a bunch of them. Uh, of course, my brother makes me laugh. Dave Chappelle makes me laugh. Chris Rock makes me laugh. Those are the big names. Everybody can understand that. But then there's some guys like Will Sylvant. You know, he ain't a big name, but he's one of the funniest comedians I know. You know, uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, Kyle Groves. Sure. You know, yeah. One of the funniest, funniest guys out there. Marina Franklin, uh, Sue Costello. You know, um, it's a whole bunch of them, man. It's, it's, it's uh, uh, man, Jay Farrow from Saturday Night Live. Yep. Freeze Love. So you're naming uh, all my East Coast guys, though, Charlie, and that's the thing that I'm going up against out here because on the West Coast, I notice stand-up comedy, yeah, it's all the same, but have you noticed the difference between the West Coast and East Coast guys? It, I don't want to start any riffs, like, you know, but it seems like the East Coast guys work a lot harder. Well, the East Coast, comedy is better, it's better, it's better, it's a better environment out here. The, the L.A. audience, man, you got to remember something. You could be doing a show, and, and, a, and a real big celebrity could walk in at any moment. Right. And the crowds are used to that. They're used to being in the audience, and all of a sudden, you know, Sylvester Stallone could be sitting in the audience, or Eddie Murphy, or Martin Lawrence, you know. And that that's what makes a difference between an L.A. audience and a New York audience. You know, New York audience is going to, you know, it's less prone to, Prone to have that distraction, right? You know, and distraction is uh, distraction is the enemy of comedy. You know what I'm saying? What was can, different? Can you remember one time where you were actually distracted by something? And I, you know, I don't want to get into a Rick James story or Prince unless you really want to. 
<laughs> when I was distracted when I was on stage? Yes. Never. I don't never, never get distracted on stage. That's the worst. But you know, that's the place you don't want. You better pay attention to what's going on and be on top of everything. You ain't no getting distracted up there. You know, um, I've been in the audience, though, you know, um, and not been paying attention to the person on stage. You understand? I, you know, I, yep. I had life before stand-up comedy. I was going to comedy clubs and comedy shows. And this. Yep. You know, I had my moments where I wasn't being the good audience member. That's why I understand the whole thing. When, that, when it's happening to me sometimes, I understand from being on the other side, too, you know? But does that throw you off? Because the first time I came out to L.A., and, you know, I'm used to going to the Cellar and Caroline's and, you know, Stand Up New York. Those are places where you never really look out in the audience, or at least I shouldn't say that now, but you used to be able to look out in the audience and you'd never see a blue glow coming up from someone's phone. When I went out to L.A., I was amazed looking out at the audience and all that glow. That doesn't distract you the least bit? What do you mean? People were on their phones, like, texting and stuff? Yep. <laughs> That's because, like I said, you know, um... It's a different environment, man. It's real hard. It's real hard to impress an audience that you know. Like I said, at any moment, Kobe Bryant could be sitting in the audience. Uh, you know, any you name it. You know, and then the other dynamic is that people in, in L.A. are they're used to seeing celebrities too. You know, what I'm saying like, yep. so it's harder to impress them. I'm just saying, you know, for the young dudes coming up, you know, it's. It's probably a better place to get the chops in New York. Well, I agree because, you know, a guy like Ian Edwards, a guy who I, I knew very well in New York, goes out to L.A. He actually one night, and I'll never forget it, Charlie, he actually had to go up. He was hosting the show. I believe it was at the Comedy Store, and he actually had to stand up for some of the other comedians because, you know, sometimes comedians, they, it's, it's very easy to throw people off on stage with the disrespectful audiences. And Ian just came up there and he was like, look, guys, if you want to use your phone, go home. This is a comedy show. I mean, and sometimes I think someone has to stand up and just say that because that's very disrespectful, in my opinion. Oh, very. I agree with you too. You know, so thank God Dean Dan used his veteran uh, skills and went up there and took control of the room. Well, that's why I you love you. Got to have that. That's why now, I love you, New York guys. Do it, somebody got to take control of the room and you know put things in perspective because comedy don't work if people are talking and jumping around and looking around. That's not how it works. You have to be paying attention. You know, a joke, the punchline might be a facial expression. Yep. You know, you know what I'm saying? The, the punchline might be body language. Mm -hmm. So if you're not paying attention, you may miss it. You know what I'm saying? So you got to pay attention. It's time for Bob Zaney in this week's Zaney Report. It's time for the Zany Report from BobZany.com. A famous Boston seafood restaurant called No Name is closing its doors after 100 years. The owners had no comment. Good news, bad news. Here's the good news. North Dakota man who told a neighbor he had a bomb and would use it if anyone entered his home was able to be taken out. The bad news turned out it wasn't a bomb but a thong. And finally, in San Francisco, two companies have closed its doors that use robots as employees. Just what San Francisco needs. Homeless robots roaming the streets. And there you have it. I'm on the Twitter, at Bob Zaney. Zaney Bob on the Instagram. Bay, bay. And welcome back to the 5-Minute Talk Show. Now, Charlie, we've loved you in everything from the Chappelle Show to Vampire in Brooklyn. If you had to pick just one thing, one project that you did over your huge, illustrious career, what would be the one thing, aside from Harlem Nights, that really stands out for you? Uh... One thing? One thing. It would have, that would be the Chappelle show, man, because that's what made me famous, you know? 
Does it amaze you though that still this long I mean, with after? All the stuff that I had done before that, you know, I had I had achieved a level of fame, but it wasn't like Chappelle Show. It wasn't like it is now. Chappelle Chappelle Show allowed me to go on world tours three times. You know, um, yeah, it would have to be that. Is there any chance we're going to see any reprisal of that reunion show? Maybe any hope? No, I, I very seriously doubt it, bro. Oh, Charlie, you're killing Check me. Check out I'm... my new show. All, all is not lost. Check out my new show, which has been on. Uh, I think we're going into our eighth week. You know, uh, Black Jesus on Black Jesus, which airs on Adult Swim at 11 p.m. on Thursday night. Uh, we've been holding the number one spot since we came out. Uh, we've been uh, number one spot for all cable shows on Thursday night. So Thursday night, what time? Thank, I want to say thank you to anybody who's been who's been watching the show because you helped make us number one. I appreciate that, and I appreciate all the positive comments we've been getting. Let me tell you, Thursday night, I'm going to be watching that. Adult Swim, give us one more plug for Adult that. Adult Swim, Thursday nights at 11 o'clock. Black Jesus. Charlie Murphy, thank you so much for taking the time. I'll talk to you soon, you and go. I'll see you in Vegas. All right, see you in Vegas, bro. You have been listening to the 5-Minute Talk Show with Phil Iazetta. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and keep listening at 5MinuteTalkShow.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.